0: The following is a hoop ball presentation. Anthony Davis' Back Lake Show family, the Hoop Bowl Lakers podcast, here to take you through his return. Lakers come out with a loss against Dallas. That said, it's all about looking forward at this point. Hopefully LeBron James not too far behind him. J.C., of course, with me, J.C. DeLeon1 on Twitter, J.C. De Leon number one in your hearts, J.C. Anthony Davis, he pretty much looked like, first of all, it was just great to see Anthony Davis back on the court. All right, I don't even want to analyze his play yet. I just enjoyed seeing Anthony Davis back in a Laker uniform once again, right? I mean, I, I think everybody's got to be happy about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I, full disclosure, didn't see the the first half because I I thought he would play in the second half. But um, yeah, by all accounts, he he looked good. Uh, Just just rusty.
0: I mean, look, man, the amount of time we have seen this Lakers team at less than full strength has felt like a year within a year that's already felt like five years. So it's just all a giant time matrix at this point. Anthony Davis was back on the court playing Lakers basketball this evening. That is the big storyline. Of course, we'll get into the Lakers loss. And you're right, man. I mean, I think, look, the biggest objective in this game, win or lose, was that Anthony Davis emerges healthy, right? Because that was the sort of the number one, concern when he first came to the team which is something that we've talked about plenty in the past okay is that anthony davis is always you know limping up and down the court or going down hard or jamming this or twisting that no chronic injury which is why you know you're not concerned if you got a good head on your shoulders but all these little you know sort of bruises bumps hiccups call them whatever you want now he's coming off of an injury jc that is a concern in terms of the long term, and you really have to slow play this thing to get it right. Unfortunately, Lakers don't have a lot of time left in their regular season, JC. I mean, time time is sort of now of the of the essence. After tonight's game, just thirteen games left in the regular campaign. So, you know, Anthony Davis looked rusty, but the Lakers are going to give him some time. But how much time can they really afford him with LeBron James still sidelined?
1: Yeah, time is is a weird thing. Like the the end of the regular season is is creeping up. Um, the pandemic has just thrown all sorts of things in, into whack because, like, I, I follow all sorts of, like, on this day in NBA history, and it's like, we should be in the playoffs now. I didn't yeah. even realize that with the calendar. Yeah. yeah. it the
0: first, first second week of the playoffs right about now.
1: Yeah, and as far as Anthony Davis is concerned, yeah, I didn't even realize it had been 67 days and, and 30 missed games, 30 consecutive missed games, not counting the other ones <gasps> throughout the season and it's it's unbelievable
0: i mean it's it's unbelievable 67 days i mean i can't even if it feels like we know anthony davis has been out for a long time obviously jc but you're right about this time construct especially in the midst of all this craziness man it feels good to see him play basketball in a lakers uniform i i really you know as good as dennis Schroeder has been at times for this team including tonight 25 and 13 in this game and we'll talk about him going forward a little bit As good as Kyle Kuzma has been at times, as the numbers Andre Drummond has shown he's capable of putting up at times, you take Anthony Davis off this team, you take LeBron James off this team, I mean, it just shows you how unbelievably, generationally good these guys are and how we cannot underappreciate them while they're playing for the Purple and Gold
1: yeah for sure and 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 looking at his box score tonight like he he looks like he put a 10 shot so he looked like he was aggressive just you know just rusty and you gotta you gotta figure that that'll come and yeah LeBron's got to be back sooner than later and they've gotta they've gotta ramp this thing up especially since all these guys that have been playing minutes uh i mean kuzma's probably got to be tired because he's been playing so many minutes uh I'm sure uh, Markeith is tired. Trez is tired. like they've they they've all stepped up pretty admirably, But, yeah, everyone's got to come back in minutes have to sort of amp down. Well,
0: I think you make a great point, and it's something I kind of wanted to segue into now, the Lakers are still in that five spot, and they've got a I don't know if I want to call it a comfortable lead over Portland and Dallas right now, but they have a a cushion there, okay? Obviously, you don't want to drop down any further than the five spot. You don't want to start getting into the playoff, uh, play-in games, all that sort of mix here. But I think you bring up an interesting consideration in terms of minutes and sort of the larger picture for me and something I was thinking about during this game. The Lakers do an incredible job of keeping their business internal, right? I mean, you would think for a franchise— that housed both LeBron James and Anthony Davis, with Rob Palinka as the general manager, executive vice president, king of the world, whatever his official title is now for the Lakers, okay, running the show. You think at times Woj would get a little information besides maybe a 10-day deal or something minor, or, or Shams might get a little information, but the Lakers are incredibly tight-lipped, and it's a, it's a well-run ship there, and it's, it's a real credit to them and the players who are invested. The agents, too. That said, we haven't really heard about any chemistry issues with this team dating back to last season. And that's something that we talked about last year on this podcast, JC, how, you know, one of the things that really benefited that club was that everybody truly liked each other. There was a real camaraderie within that group, right? Even with the late season additions of guys like Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith, Markeith Morris added to that when he came in for sure. This season I don't know that that same level of camaraderie exists. And I'm not trying to say that there are issues in the locker room. It's just there is so much new on this team that it's hard to replicate that exact same feeling with an almost brand new cast of characters, even if the key players who are integral to the script are still there. So my question to you becomes, as the Lakers have played this sort of grinding schedule without AD, and now that he's back, you know, but still without LeBron – and as the minutes shake out in a different fashion than they may have earlier in the season, and especially recently, do we get a little bit more of that? Because Marcus Saul is out of the mix. Montrez Harrell's minutes could very well be further impacted. Not every guard can play 20 minutes a game. So I'm curious what you think about that.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I do think it still sort of remains to be seen just because with all the injuries and you know LeBron and AD have missed so many games it's it's hard to know if that chemistry can translate on the court i think i think one of the things that's been encouraging to me cuz i've sort of had the same thought is i've i've, I've looked at like schroeder cuz schroeder can be kind of hard to read sometimes especially given how how noncommittal he's he's been with with not signing his his extension and right off the bat wanting to you know saying he wants to start and things like that, um, he seems to get along really well with Caruso on the court. And I've kind of watched their interactions together. And so, they, you know, he seems to like him playing with him. Dress seems to like playing with, with Caruso and things like that. And so I think the chemistry will be there once once they just have more time. And I think in the playoffs, once you start winning, that sort of breeds, you know, happiness within the team. And so I think, I think that'll come.
0: And I think one of the things the Lakers have to be – considerate of is just chemistry and that that careful dynamic going forward of course no matter what happens lebron james and anthony davis when they're back on the court playing basketball together that's ultimately what's going to dictate everybody's feelings right nobody's going to complain if they play zero minutes in the championship and the lakers win it again okay no one's going to complain about getting that ring but i just think it's an interesting sort of consideration as we move forward now i want to get back to this game that was just played We're all caught up in Anthony Davis's return, which is, of course, the main story, and it's great. And, you know, we'd love to see him back on the court, and it's wonderful. Peaches to that. That said, JC, I was not terribly impressed with with what I saw overall in this game. This felt like a winnable game. The Lakers had the sort of supporting stats to support a potential win. 16 turnovers. This this turnover issue is, is becoming rampant for this club, and they have to take better care of the basketball. Now, Andre Drummond was almost almost a team high. He was plus fourteen in this, this game. Or excuse me, he was a team high. Right? He was a team high. Plus fourteen for Andre Drummond. Okay. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He put up 14 points, 19 rebounds. He had three blocks in this game. Played 31 minutes. And the reason I'm reading the box score so dramatically, okay, in case anyone's wondering, is because there were times, JC, where I felt like he wasn't even out there. And I'm sort of wondering, am I crazy? The, the the stat line says he was out there and he was effective across the board. But my eyes sort of told me a different story.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard for him to, I think in order for him to make his presence felt, He, like years ago, he used to be really good at turning and facing and he used used to have a pretty good handle uh, in, you know, when he would turn and face players at the basket. And it seems like every time he turns and faces a basket and tries to make a pass, it it equates to a turnover turnover, which is which is why he had three of them tonight. Um, But I did see a couple of instances where. I think Schroeder has yet to really find his 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 pick and roll chemistry with Andre Drummond. I think they've tried. It, does, it doesn't look like it's quite landed yet. Um, Kyle Kuzma had a really good pick and roll with Drummond tonight that led to an alley oop. It was it it was towards the end and as much garbage time as a five point game can can muster garbage time. But that's sort of what it was. But yeah, I think I think that's just what he needs. Is he needs more time to acclimate to to the players that he's he's around because he needs. Their help in order for him to make an impact, as far as scoring baskets, he's still he's grabbing rebounds because that's what he does. uh Nineteen tonight, uh, but yeah, other than that, it's hard for him to make a really uh, huge impact, or he hasn't been making an impact.
0: It keeps coming back to time, and that's really been such a core theme of this Laker season, going back to when they won the championship to the quick restart of the season for them. You know what was it, seventy-two days or whatever it was, and this. I feel like at a lot of points this year, we said, oh, if the Lakers only had a little bit more time, whether it was within a game, within a specific week, and of course, now, you know, having played without AD until tonight, and of course, LeBron for so long. And weirdly, it's felt, it, it, it's almost felt like LeBron and Anthony Davis have missed the same amount of time. And like, like we were just saying, AD had literally missed twice the amount of time to, that James has to date. Drummond, I think, is he kind of is what he is, right? we're We're seeing why, in his previous destinations, he's not really a player that you can build around and have be your number one sort of guy out there, okay? I think at best he's he's a three, which is what he could be on this team. But I think he's really one of those guys who's who's he just is what he is. And I think if we embrace him for that, rather than always sort of hoping that there's something more, and it's and I don't mean this as a knock on Drummond. I mean he is he, he when I say he is what he is. He's obviously a very effective basketball player. Okay, like I mean the the rebounding in particular. But I think if we just embrace embrace what he is as a player and understand that's what it's going to be. We would have a better sort of overall perception of how to evaluate him. And I think that's true of like anything in life, to be honest with you. But in particular, Drummond, I feel like there's always been this thought that, oh, man, if he could only just do this consistently or this a little bit better. And right. It's a little bit like chasing a unicorn. So anyway, I'm going to sort of get off of that rant on Drummond. But that's that's sort of my overall takeaway there. Schroeder was awesome in this game. I mean, 25 points and 13 assists, four turnovers. You know, I'd prefer if he didn't turn the ball over that frequently, but 13 assists makes up for that. Nine of 13 from the field. I mean, he really played well. KCP, 29 points in this game. I mean, one of the best games I've seen from KCP, maybe all season long. Those guys, if they can play at that level, and I realize the shot volume won't be there, JC, but if they can play at that level with Anthony Davis in the lineup as a preface for LeBron James returning, the Lakers would really be in a good spot coming out of all of this.
1: Yeah, lately, Schroeder and KCP have been hitting the three-point shots, and so is Caruso for a little bit. And so I think if those guys can can maintain three point accuracy that hovers around, you know, thirty-six to you know forty percent, that'll open up the offense more. And that's one of the things that when the Lakers were really clicking earlier this season, they were clicking when they were getting extra wide open shots. They were getting more wide open shots from three point land than any other team in the league when they were clicking. And so yeah, hopefully that that does come back. And and as far as Drummond, yeah, I think the ultimate the ultimate test for him and his viability with his team will really be how well he he adjusts and plays with uh, with LeBron James, which is something that he's said on his Twitter account that he's wanted to do. And so I think while he's been struggling a little bit with Schroeder, Schroeder doesn't, doesn't look like he really trusts him 100%. It, it's sort of a weird thing that one of the only things that I can read, read from Schroeder at times on the court where he seems a little hesitant to make a pass the way he's not hesitant at all to pass to to Trezen and pick and roll, um, Schroeder seems to just sort of be, you know, getting used to Drummond. The way Drummond's getting used to him, and yeah, I think the ultimate test for him will be how well he can adjust to playing with LeBron.
0: I think that's the ultimate test for any Lakers. So long as it's the LeBron James era, but you you make good points up and down the board. Wesley Matthews did not play tonight, JC, joining Marcus as the one of the odd men out of the rotation. Do you think that will be a consistent trend going forward? And it's not like Ben McLemore played a ton, okay? He played 10 minutes, Salen Horton Tucker, only 12 minutes in this game. It was Caruso who had the most minutes off the bench out of anyone at 28. Gasol and Matthews were were sort of gassed up. Matthews much more than Gasol as Lakers offseason additions that would improve their depth. Right now they're both sitting on the bench.
1: What's your take on that? Um, I think it'll be matchup specific. I think there'll be times where Wesley Matthews, his his defensive impact will will be more of a necessity than whatever Ben McLemore can can provide, and so I think that's where he'll see minutes. And Gasol, I think if they, it's also matchup dependent. If they, you know, he might match up fairly well against the Jokic out in the West, or you know, any other center. Any other slower type center out in the West in the playoffs, or or perhaps even maybe Embiid if that's if that's who they end up playing in the finals if they get that far, um, if either team gets that far. And so yeah, I think I think they're still they're matchup dependent basically.
0: This team is without question big man heavy. JC, do you kind of you know I know you you in the past have been a champion of bringing Trevor Ariza back to the Lakers. And I had some doubts about that, but he's played much better than I expected him to in Miami and clearly can still contribute. Do you think the Lakers are missing a player on this team in that mold?
1: Uh, I mean, maybe. I think when they signed Ben McLemore, he's he's a good signing for what he brings to the table offensively. I think they would have been better off trying to find a, a more impactful defensive player. Um, you know, Otto Porter never really became available and Trevor Ariza found what I think is is really the perfect situation for him in Miami. I think he fits in into that culture really well. Um, so yeah, I think I think if Ben McLemore had, was a little bit better of, of a defensive player, that's sort of what they needed more. But in the end, with what was available, I think they, they did as best as they could. So
0: too. I'm just I'm just sort of reflecting on the overall construct, and I think the Lakers will make it a point going into next year, no matter what happens to have a more balanced roster. Of course, they're going to have some interesting decisions ahead with Schroeder and Taylor Horton Tucker uh, being eligible for free agency, among several other players. As the Lakers sort of try to get back on track for the rest of this year, beyond Anthony Davis being healthy and back with the team. The focus now shifts to LeBron James and his ability to get back on the court in a game that matters for the Lakers. When Woj initially reported you know, the soft target of AD's return date, the report was such that LeBron James shouldn't be too much later. The most recent update is that he's still expected to be out for several weeks. It was phrased in such a way where it was almost make you wondering if he was going to be out until the postseason. The Nets facing a similar scenario with James Harden right now. Is LeBron James further behind than I think he is?
1: I mean, he may be, but he might also really just kind of be taking advantage of the, the rest that that he's able to get and really ramp up for the playoffs. Because it, when he's able to come back, it doesn't seem like he's going to come back to a scenario like AD did tonight where he's just going to play you know, 17 minutes and only play in the first half. I think when LeBron comes, he's not going to come back until he's 100% ready. And uh, when he's able to um, activate the zero dark uh, 30 that he does. <laughs> I think, you know, at that time,
0: Lakers fans will be thrilled to have him in that state. I'm just, you know, I guess, I guess I'm just wondering about where exactly his, he is in his rehab It seems to me that he's pretty far along. I don't think he's weeks away. If I had to guess, JC, I would say maybe like first week of May, right? So I don't know that that's weeks away, but it's it's not exactly around the corner either. So the Lakers are going to have to continue to roll out with the squad, and I think this will be a good sort of experiment to see where they're at with AD back in the fold, albeit limited for however long he's going to be limited. But ahead of LeBron James returning, because they don't really need to adjust for LeBron James returning. It's, you know, when LeBron James returns, I mean, that's going to be what it is. Now the Lakers' upcoming schedule, they, they take on the same Dallas Mavericks team on Saturday night. They play Orlando, Washington, Sacramento, and Toronto before closing their schedule, as we've discussed, ad nauseum before with a really difficult stretch. Okay? The Lakers almost need to go. 5-0 five and0 during this stretch JC.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, they can back to back I think favors the Lakers for the second matchup especially seeing as how they really weren't that far behind in this matchup. Um, for as good a defensive team as they are, Luca did kind of go off tonight and so you got to figure they can they can put a better handle on that the next game. But yeah, once they face that stretch of uh, Nuggets, Clippers, Blazers, Suns, and the Knicks, who are not a joke the anymore. Knicks are
0: legit, man. <laughs> yeah, they um, are legit. And Julius Randle is a man. He is a mo- he is a beast. He is a monster. He is a dog. He is a player, man. Whoa, yeah. Julius Randle can hoop
1: yeah, and, and you know through all that it does look at the very least like the Lakers do end the regular season with three fairly easy games with Rockets, Pacers, Pelicans. um uh, so there there is that relief. But yeah, in the middle of the stretch that's left, it does go semi difficult, fairly easy, really difficult, and then pretty easy. So it's sort of an up and down roller coaster.
0: Lakers need to find themselves back in sort of at least semi permeable rhythm here as they sort of trot forward to the playoffs and. You know, I am I wonder, you know, I, I think LeBron probably wants to be back for that game versus the Nuggets, and if not versus the Nuggets on May 3rd, JC, definitely for that game against the Clippers on the 6th. I think that's probably a sort of reasonable expectation for his return. I think he's looking at the schedule upcoming and seeing the same thing that we are, right? I mean, Mavericks are obviously a tough opponent, and that's an important game, but he's not ready yet. But Orlando, Washington, although Russell Westbrook has been a machine of late, Sacramento and Toronto. I mean, these are teams the Lakers in particular with Anthony Davis should be able to beat.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So as the Lakers continue to stretch forward, that's what we'll be looking for. JC, it is always a pleasure. You guys, make sure you're following us on Twitter at HoopBallLakers. Always get the newest flavor in your ear right away. He's at JC DeLeon One. I'm at Ethan underscore Noroff. Only one F on the last name. And until next time, we out.